Hey, Kat. Hey, Jess. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I don't know. You looked like you were, you're like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what face that was, but I was like, oh no, is she, what is she going to say? I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, my brain is mush today. It's fine. We are team brain mush team today. brain mush. How's the weather by you? Dude, but I'm so over the weather. Same. Like, it has been crazy hailstorms oh. for the last, like, like, two or three days. No, since Sunday. And so this is the fourth day. That's crazy. Fourth day of, like, hail and rain. And, like, Zach has one single Tesla to take for school. Oh, gosh. And he was supposed to take it Sunday when the hailstorms started. Oh. And he hasn't been able to take it since. He literally has a Tesla. Oh, my God. Yeah, so he's... Well, I hope it holds off. So he can, I don't know why I said Sue like that, but so he can take a test. It's been (sighs) quite literally the opposite. It has been, like, sunny and freaking hot here. Like. I want to go. No, it's been so humid. Like, you can barely breathe when you walk outside. Yeah, and you immediately, like, are drenched in sweat. Like, we need rain so bad. Oh my gosh. See, we had like 100% humidity like yesterday afternoon. A hundred percent. Like to me, 100% humidity means like it's it's raining. Yeah. No. No. Nope. It was just like the windows are fogged. Like it, the weather's yeah. been insane. That's, I, I wake up and I take Luna outside and it's literally 83 degrees at seven in the morning. It's so hot. It's so hot. And well, which is like what we're headed to. Which is why my hair is back. Because if I walk outside with my hair down, it immediately turns into a poof ball. Yes. A poof ball. A poof ball. I, yeah, no, absolutely not. I (laughs) love every other season in Florida except for summer. Like, if you guys come to Florida, like, plan a trip to Florida, don't come in the summer. Any other season, great. Summer, unless you, like, really love the heat, which you cray, but do it. (laughs) You cray. Oh, my gosh. I feel like, wouldn't summer be, like, the longest season there? Like, summer's the no. longest season here for sure. No? Mm-mm. Hmm. Well, that's nice. I don't know. Maybe. It's like, I mean... T- Maybe it just feels the longest. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're, like, dreading it. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, Texas doesn't have all four seasons. They have two. Yeah. It's hot, hot, or it's less hot. Well, you get snow in Dallas, don't you? Yeah, but that's been, like, freaky. Like, you're not really supposed to. Oh. That's un- unusual. Anyways, uh, we could talk for I know, hours about saying. weather. <laughs> no kidding. For real. For days. Anyways, <laughs> what are you talking about today? Ooh, just this one. This is... Fair warning to everybody, this is the goriest episode I've ever recorded. And, like, we've talked about serial killers. I think I do a good job of grazing over the gory stuff. Yeah. But I just couldn't do it here because it just, it needed it. Yeah. Oh, I'm so, I, like, I hate gore. Gore is, like, out of all of the true crime, paranormal, like, topics we cover, goriness, it's enough for me. (laughs) 
Like, that's... See, the doll was the gnaw for me. No, yours is paranormal. <laughs> it's like, your ick is paranormal. My yeah, ick is the gore. Whole <laughs> See, I'm okay with gore, but, like, this is, this is a lot. So, fair warning, if you don't like things like that, catch us the next time. Like, this is not it. Yeah. All right. Let's well, go. I have, to, okay, I have let's to sit go. through it, so let's go. Yeah. Okay. So, this one is about Christina Pike, okay. which you probably, like, haven't heard of her, right? Like, if I hadn't heard of if her. If I have, I don't remember it. So, she has, like, a like a, like a title to her name. Like, she's, I don't want to say infamous, because it's ridiculous, but she is the youngest woman to be sentenced to death in the United States. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Right. She was sentenced to death at 20 years old. Oh. Right. Wow, that is young. Yeah, like, her life got cut quick. Like, oh shit. 20? 20? That's so young. And so, like, how could you have been so stupid so young? Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm like... Krista Pike. <laughs> You're like, shit, what did she do? <laughs> I know, and I'm just like, I know it's gory, so, like, what the fuck? Oh, it's it's gonna be a little rough. Oh, God. It's gonna be a little rough. All right. Okay. So, as you can imagine, somebody with that kind of, you know, title to their name obviously did not grow up in a fantastic home. Like, you don't get there by being, like loved right. and most, coddled and most people we talk about on this podcast do not come from that place well and like i've really put thought into that because like you know i love the show snapped oh yeah and those are normal people you know i mean yeah normal for the people most part. and they just you know they just kill people mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> i you know i was like thinking like oh obviously she didn't grow up in a good home and i'm like well shit i mean it kind of happens to anybody who I don't know. Snaps. Yeah. There it goes. Snapped. Like, whatever. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) I'm going to find... That's my to-do now, is to find a case where they grew up in a loving home and then just lost it. Okay. I'm... Yeah, I'm curious to see what you find. Right? Anyways, back to this one. Anyways. Anyways. (laughs) Right. Right. So, Krista had dropped out of high school, as as they do. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and joined the Job Corps, which is just, like, a program that the government has that helps, like, low-income young adults develop their career skills. Yeah. I think I, like, I, I had, I almost said an entanglement with... <laughs> encounter? With... Is that what you meant? I, yeah, let's, let's go encounter. I had more of an encounter with them when I was in high school. They helped me, like, the Job Corps, like, they helped me apply to college and things like that oh so. cool yeah i've had a positive experience with them but reading this i was like oh my gosh like i can't think of those because we had to call them like mentors like my mentors like going through this mm-hmm. kind of crazy anyway um so yeah so she worked at the job corps that used to be open in knoxville tennessee in 1994 okay so we're 94 knoxville tennessee right cool. 
There she meets her boyfriend, who is 17 years old, which is just one year younger than her. She's 18. Okay. Um, his name, just tell me what this name does to your brain. His name is Tadaryl. <laughs> Every time, I'm like, pterodactyl. <laughs> like, why, Tadaryl? His name's Tadaryl Ship. That's her boyfriend. He's 17. He's a year younger. Tadaryl. He also works for the Job Corp. Okay. Like, to Daryl. Pterodactyl like, to Daryl. Like, what? It's like a letter to Daryl. To Daryl. Like, it's almost a sound. I don't know. It's been really funny for me to, like, say his name out loud, and I'm like, that's... It's funny. I don't know. That's funny. Anyway, they they work together. I read that they had an interest in, like, devil worship together. Oh. Hype of the 90s. I mean, it makes it... It kind of checks out. <laughs> I mean, what a bonding moment. You love the devil? Oh my gosh. Like, what? I, I don't know. I don't understand how that would happen. Like, how does that happen? But whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's not even really, like, what I'm talking about. That's just, I think, like, worth mentioning. Uh, yeah. It's a side item. It's... Yeah. It's, yeah. I think it plays into the whole game here, right? Probably. So, Krista was working alongside a lot of other students, like, similar in age to her, that came from, like, similar backgrounds. Again, mm-hmm. Job Corp. Um, so there she met Colleen Slimmer, who was 19. Um, so Colleen is, like, a year older than Krista. Okay. Okay. And I couldn't really find much information on Colleen, which is, I think, kind of strange. I basically was only able to get that she's, like, from College Park, Florida, and was only in Knoxville to go to the Job Corp. Like, that's it. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I could find. And, like, I listen to, like, other podcasts, and I listen to, like, I, like, go read through things. Nope. That's all I got on this poor girl. So weird. Right. But these, like, they were not friends. These two girls were just not friends. Oh. They would, it, like, it's been told that they would just have, like, these little, like, hissy fit fights. Mm. I don't know. Like, little petty little... Bitch fights? Spats. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yep, that's it. That's what I want to say. Bitch fights, Yeah. <laughs> Um, and one thing that we knew for sure was that Krista really hated Colleen because she really thought that she was trying to steal her boyfriend. Oh, no. Which is so juvenile, but also false. Like, we've, like... Yeah. I say we. People, <laughs> like, they've done research into it, and their friends were like, what? No. Who wants to be with pterodactyl? Yeah, so they're... So she's Gosh. just creating this scenario in her head that... Yeah, okay. that makes her hate... Her way more. Yeah. Right. So anyways, on Thursday, January 12th of 95, so this was, you know, they all know each other. They've all been fighting a little bit. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Colleen, Krista, (laughs) Tradaryl. Pterodactyl. And Pterodactyl. And um, Shadala, which is just like another person, like another friend that they have. Signed out of their dorm and went into the woods. And, like, the woods... It's not the woods. Like, they're on campus still. They're just going to, like, a more, like... Woodsy area. A less... <laughs> yeah, like, some place that people just don't go. Yeah. But they're going to go smoke weed with Krista. Like, Krista had weed. Okay. They're going to smoke. Checks out. Like a Like, a peace offering uh, is kind of, I think, how she sold it. Uh-huh. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so um... <laughs> Right? Let's go smoke weed. Let's be friends, even though I've hated you. Whatever. Okay, so, like, 
to set the stage, they're walking, right? Walking into the woods, going to a more secluded area so they can smoke the weed that Krista brought. Mm -hmm. But, like, on the way there, Krista and Colleen kind of get into, like, another one of their bitch fights or whatever. Okay. I don't really have any information about, like, what they were fighting about that time, just that they were... But whatever they were fighting about, like, ended up getting so intense that it was, like, physical. Okay. So Krista started to, like, attack Colleen. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, like, coming at her. And the two, the other two people basically kind of got, like, into place and were, like, on lookout. (gasps) What? So this had to be planned. Um, Right. Well, it's funny. So, like, literally my next line says, so what I didn't mention is that all of this was planned. Yeah. <laughs> Way ahead <laughs> of you, Literally my next line. I know, no kidding. So, Krista and the two others walked into the woods with a box knife and a cleaver. Oh, shit. Like a meat cleaver. Oh, shit. Right. Oh. Again, I'm going to start kind of getting into what's happening. So, yeah. trigger warning. Um, if you want to stop, this is, you know, skip ahead, whatever, can, right here. Can I? <laughs> no, Jesse, you have to stay. Okay, I have to stay for the doll. You have to stay for this. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Okay, so apparently the attack goes on for about 30 to 45 minutes. Wow, that's long. It's a long time. Poor Colleen was kicked, stabbed, tortured, beaten. Oh my God. And it gets to the point that she's begging her to stop she's like sitting there talking to her like why are you doing this to me please stop doing this to me if you stop like i literally won't even go back to the dorm i'll just walk home from here like let me go so then tradaryl ends up getting involved because colleen wouldn't stop trying to get away oh no so he comes and he holds her down (gasps) oh no yeah pterodactyl Mm -hmm. what are you doing fucking pterodactyl so Again, just getting tortured, like, over and over and over again. He then dragged her, like, more into the woods, like, off from where they already were. And this is when Krista took out the weapons that she had brought. When Colleen tried to get up and get away another time, Krista literally, like, took the meat cleaver and, like, tomahawked it at her. Oh, my God. Those are heavy. Yeah. So this left a super intense gash in her back. And she's so obviously she falls to the ground. Yeah. And then she starts to cut Colleen with a box (gasps) cutter. No. She's sitting there cutting her throat multiple times. Like, no. Multiple times. No, I'm literally. (laughs) I'm trying to hide in my shirt. It's not working. I feel like you're me right now. Is this how you feel when you're scaring the crap out of me? Ugh. Okay, continue. So then Krista starts to carve a pentagram in Krista's chest. Okay. That's... Which... Right. Extreme. Ma'am. Mm-hmm. And later we find out from a coroner that she was literally alive for all of it. Oh my god. Like, she felt every little thing that happened to her. Every because she was like literally fighting to get away. Yeah, like oh my god, that's and so sad. I know. 
Oh, God. I, like, don't even want to... Okay. Yeah, go ahead. It's okay. I can do it. The very last act was Krista slamming a piece of asphalt that she had found into Colleen's skull. The final blow that really did kill her. My God. This blow was so intense that it basically knocked a piece of her skull out of her head. Oh, my God. Krista kept that piece. No way. Of the skull? Like, basically, like, a trophy. What? That's so weird. Yes. Yeah, basically a trophy. And so the group, like, then grabs Colleen, takes her to, like, um, I don't know, a more secluded area even than where they were. I don't know. Sounds like it's a pretty deep little brushy area, whatever. Mm-hmm. They cover her with some, like, leaves, and they, like, go back. Mm-mm. How do you... Like, how, how do you just, like, do that and then go to bed that night? Right. Exactly. Because they're psychos. They're psychopaths. They're psychopaths. And I don't know. Like, I just... I, I'm lost for words at thinking somebody could ever do that. Yeah, I agree. That's so incredibly brutal. Like I said, it had to go with the plot. Yeah. So the next day, <laughs> I didn't mention this, but the meat cleaver that they had, they had borrowed from somebody. So they cleaned that up, obviously, gave it back to their friend. Oh my god. No. Right? No. Right? <laughs> no. Oh, you think that's wild? Krista, the next day, was showing people the skull piece and like giddy as hell. Okay. Like, look what I she did. Dumb. And like explaining. She's dumb. <sighs> She's dumb. So dumb. So dumb. So, like, giddy. Like, giddy. She's so excited that she got to tell her friends what she did. Like, going into detail about it. All these things. and Absolutely like, not. The reports say that she was, like, dancing. She was so excited. Oh, my God. What a terrible person. <sighs> I know. I mean, we knew this. We wouldn't be talking about her if she I was. I know. Right. Not, exactly. But... Also, so, the next day... The groundskeeper, I think, is who it was. It was walking the grounds, found Colleen, who he initially thought was literally an animal carcass. Oh, my God. That is how terrible her body, like, the condition. And, like, that's not even, like, decomposition. Yeah. Because it was a couple hours before. Yeah, that's crazy. That's how, like, mangled her body was. Oh, my God. There was one podcast I was listening to, and I don't remember which one it was, but... He said that, like, they didn't know where her face was. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's insane. And and that just, like, shows the brutality of the whole thing. Right. Terrible. Exactly. So, obviously, police are, like, you know, like, taping off the scene, whatever, like, starting their, like, investigation into this very obvious murder, right? Right. And... Brutal murder. Brutal, mur- bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> brutal murder. <laughs> yes. Um, and here comes fucking Krista walking up. Because, like, obviously, like, everybody's like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? Krista does what a lot of killers do. I don't know. I, I learned this from, like, SVU. But, like, return to the scene of the crime. Yeah. And she goes up Just to, like- to the police officer and she's like, oh, what happened? And he's like somebody died and then she's like he 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 like okay you're not playing happy. it cool 
girlfriend. Right. (laughs) Well, and we can also talk about how she's wearing her pentagram necklace. Oh, God. Yeah, that... uh, Happy that somebody is dead. Well, that should automatically... I was like, if she's wearing a pentagram necklace, that should automatically, like, qualify her as a person of interest. Yeah, she, like, definitely makes herself a suspect immediately, right? Literally, yeah. Right. It literally... it, It only took 36 hours... For all three of the people to be arrested. Oh, wow. Good. <laughs> 36 hours after she died. Right. Like, that's that's some real police work right there. I mean, don't get me wrong. She, like, handed herself over, but... Yeah. I mean, but... I mean, if you're gonna be stupid... May as well stay stupid. Yeah. Other pieces of evidence that really helped, I guess, like... <laughs> I don't know, make this... Looking into the case so easy i don't know what i'm trying to say like (laughs) make it so obvious is that the like log books for the school four kids checked out three came back yeah that makes sense right like what do you think (laughs) what literally what What are you thinking yeah and then that piece of skull that krista had they found it in her in her pocket in her dorm oh my god yeah, like, I'm dude, happy like, she's whoa. dumb because this, I mean, open shut case, no and kidding. I like those. <laughs> I I love those. <laughs> so once they had her in custody, she literally like it took no time, and she's like, blah, 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 blah. "This is everything I did," but not even in a way of like no. But she seems like the type of personality that would just like get their rocks off to retelling the story and like just live in that moment forever because that's like the peak of their initially she tells them like oh well i actually only intended to like scare her bullshit like bullshit what okay so after confessing after the very obvious everything like they literally made this so blaringly obvious that it was them brutal as hell she was charged with first degree murder and conspiracy to commit murder she was so quickly found guilty of both charges and a week later at sentencing that's when she was sentenced to death by electrocution hell yeah and 25 years in prison hell like not only did she get execution she got 25 years of prison as well (laughs) good a violent death for her too no shit. Yeah. Like, yes, let's fry, fry, let's make you french fries. Yes. Like, <laughs> what? She has since tried to appeal the conviction, like, three times. Of course. Each time. Denied, obviously. Because, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, She's even gone as far to, like, get this overturned. Like, she took this to the U.S. Court of Appeals. Uh, ma'am. Like, what? Excuse me? They denied her, too. What a waste of time. <laughs> I know. I don't, like, where are all your lawyer fees going? You have never had a job. She, <laughs> that's so true. She's, like, grasping at anything. Right, right. Obviously, not wanting to forget the other little culprits. Mm-hmm. Pterodactyl. Um, pterodactyl. Happened? He got a life sentence with the possibility of parole Plus 25 years in prison. I wish he didn't get possibility of parole, but you know what? I am not mad about the life sentence. I want to say he goes in 
I want to say he has the possibility of parole come 2035. Okay. Which would make him, like, 50-ish years old. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I most, don't spending most of your life in prison. That's... I mean, that is a good chunk of your life. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Like, they... I almost said never learn to drive a car. It's going to be harsh right. reality when you get to the real world. If he gets okay. to the real world. I hope he doesn't, but... Mm-hmm. Right? As for Shadala, so she kind of became more of, like, an informant-type resource person for the police for the whole investigation. Okay. For the whole investigation. So she really only got probation after pleading guilty to accessory after the fact. Like, she obviously got, like, a plea deal there. Okay. But apparently she didn't have, like, an active role in it, even though she wasn't, like, stopping it. She didn't, like, assist either, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Don't love that, but... Right. So, you know, like, normally, like, it would be, like, case closed. Everybody got their sentence and, you know, life goes on and whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. No, this is literally not where it ends. What? It's literally not where it ends. It keeps going. Chris is freaking wild. What? What she do? So, the next time she like pops up is August of two thousand and one. Okay. She tried to strangle an inmate. Idiot. Excuse me. So she just has issues she- with people. <laughs> no kidding. She tried to strangle Patricia Jones. With a string and almost succeeded. With a shoestring. With a shoestring. Like, took the string off her shoes. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, I mean, I I mean, I know that that's not as brutal as a meat cleaver and, like, a box cutter and things, but, like, still. She did go to trial for this incident and was charged attempted murder of the first degree. Beautiful. But also, like, if you think about it, like, what do you have to lose? Like, you're literally on death row. Yeah. I don't know. But... I mean, what sucks is that she doesn't have, like, more life to pay for that crime, you know? Yeah. Like, I wish she'd die and come back and then have to live again in prison. Right. Or die. Whatever. Yeah. Just, like, hell. (laughs) Right. So, you're probably like, well, what the hell after that? Because, like, what the hell happens after that? Like, Like, you would think she goes to maximum security prison. Like, you're a threat to others. Just like you were in the real world, yeah, you know, like just a be threat. secluded, like in isolation. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, nope. So in March of 2012, this lady freaking tried to escape prison. Home girl. <laughs> right. She made friends with her um, corrections officer. His name's Justin. And ended up meeting this, I say meeting, becoming pen pals with this guy named Donald. Kohut, whose last name literally looks like Donut with a K. Okay. But he was a personal trainer who just kind of started writing to letters to Krista. Like I said, like some pen pal situation. A lot of people do that. A lot of people do that. I think that's insane. It's A lot of people do that for like, especially people on death row. It's weird. It's not my jam, but. I was about to say, maybe those people are just nicer than me, but. No. No way. No fucking way. I think way. they're just borderline a little cuckoo as well. A little nuts themselves. Yeah. Right, yeah. Okay, which kind of tracks 
because again, he lived in New Jersey. She was locked up in Nashville. This man was making an 1800 mile road trip to see her like once or twice a month. Why not just move to Nashville or wherever? Tennessee. I'm sure he was a personal trainer for like a small business or his own business. He had his clients, whatever. But also like New Jersey to Nashville. No, thanks. No, thanks. But these two worked up a plan together to get her out, which is where Justin, the correction officer, gets involved. Anyway, so obvious, for obvious reasons, the jail can't, like, say what the plans were. Like, they're not releasing that because, I don't know, don't want somebody to replicate it or something. Oh. Was it a good plan? (laughs) I don't know, right? Like, that's what it makes... Like, was it smart or was it dumb? Yeah. I don't know. But what we do know is that somehow it kind of just involves getting the copy... Getting a copy made of the key that Justin had, the corrections officer. Oh. And, like... But, like, so what? You get one key. You get one key and then, what, you're just gonna break out? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if it's a master key, but uh, they have video surveillance everywhere in a prison. I'm not sure how you're going to do that. But No kidding. And then, like, what? You're just going to run away and live happily ever after? No. Yeah, no. And Justin, the corrections officer, did all this because they were like, yeah, we'll pay you cash. How? With what money? With what money? With what money? She's never had a job. I guess. Whatever. And she fucking tried to kill two people. Like, during the escape? Oh, no. (laughs) Just, like, in life. Like, she's tried to kill two people. (laughs) It's like, there's more? No, no, no. Anyway, obviously they get caught. The two men that were trying to help her got charged. Um, But Krista, this is kind of funny to me. Krista got no additional charges because, like, kind of what I said earlier. What are you going to do? She's, what are you going to do? Sentence her to death? Oh, yeah. right. Already there. <laughs> Already done. <sighs> but anyways, last but not least, her execution date. So due to COVID, the date has been pushed out. And now Chris's attorneys have been granted an extension, which allows them more time to argue why she should not be put to death. So as of now, the date is still TBD. But if when it happens... She will be the first woman, she will be the first woman executed in Tennessee in almost 200 years. Oh my god, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. <laughs> that's so, something only people li- probably listening to this podcast would say, oh wow, that's cool. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> I did see a few articles about Colleen's mom coming out, like mm-hmm. pleading, like, can we please get an execution date for this? Like. I mm-hmm. want justice for my daughter. Absolutely. Like, it's been decades. Basically, she said, like, I'm going to die before she does, and that way nobody will see justice for my daughter. Like. No. I know, it's terrible. That's sad. As of today, Krista's just chilling in Nashville in the jail. Yeah, they need to figure their shit out. No kidding. Like, no. This is a no for me. <laughs> That's a oh. wild one. I know. Like, one, I don't know, we'll call her deranged teenager. Yeah. So, so Crazy. But that's the story. Honestly, 
I didn't like how gruesome it was, but it could have been worse. I could have gone into way more it, detail, and I couldn't for my own sanity. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I just that. couldn't. I You're very welcome. Well, we hope you guys keep listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Podcast. <laughs> podcast. Stay inside podcast. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Stainside Pod uh, or email us at stainsidepod at gmail.com. And yeah, email us like cases that you think would be cool for us to, yeah. to do. We love. Or spooky things. That one's always hard yeah. for me because I hate spooky things. We love when our friends like text us and are like, hey, you should cover this or. Yeah. So email Dude, us. Dude, no kidding. Yeah. I think every single one I've been suggested, I've done. Every single one. Yeah, same. <laughs> Makes it more fun. I don't know. Same, same, same. Okay. okay. See you later. Okay, bye. Bye.